Bro. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy. A little bit of the bubbly. I did it for the rock. Give me what I want. Everyone has a price for the million dollar man. <laughs> it's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. Mamma mia! Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. They think they got the answers. I change the questions. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday. We are live. It is Thursday night, May the 14th. It has officially been over two months' time since anybody was in the studio with me. It's been over two months' time. And uh, that's really unfortunate, but uh, it is what it is. We press on and we, uh, we do things uh, this way, and we'll continue to do things this way each and every week. Uh, as long as we have to, and we are uh, we are glad to be with you. Just want to remind everyone that we are the podcast of the millennium. We got tons to talk about this week, including a working man's win, the iron E of AEW, and the man's future. But remind everyone, just go over to threecountthursday.com. That's our website. You can find all of our social media links, our YouTube page, our merchandise from whatamaneuver.net. I think Tim will be with us, so maybe he can. Tim's not. Here. T- Ryan, you're all, you're all, you're all jumpy. You're all. Uh, I don't know if it's your your internet. We'll figure it out. Uh, our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash Three Count Thursday. We we are part of NGSC Sports Radio. You can catch them at NGSCSports.com. We also stream at Leib Sports. Ryan, that is. I'm gonna try it. L e e i b Sports.com. There you go. That was clear. Um, super, but, uh, yeah, well, you can make sure you, uh, make sure you check us out again, three count Thursday.com. Uh, I just want to bring a little programming note with everybody. There's Tim. Mama mia! Timmy, Tim is here. Tim, how are you? I don't know if he connected to audio yet. There he is. I'm great. I'm Tim, here. we missed you. Doing? We missed you. Tim, you look great. Thank you. Tim, my hair's almost as long as yours hair- now. Not really. Well, but. no, I'm, I'm in a. I could show you guys, but I could show everybody what I've done with myself lately. I saw a picture kind of, of what you did to yourself. If you if you want to share, you you can share you with yourself? the group. Oh God, here we go. Here it comes. Hold on, I gotta take Get the ready for it. off. I see some pink, some pink there, Tim. Can't really see. You got you got pink all ends. Red everything. <laughs> pink. <laughs> all calm pink, down. All pink everything. It's like a Bret Hart convention. It's 
It's like a natty convention. Uh, but uh, Tim, we're glad you're back with us. We missed you. Glad to be back, man. Good to be back. Um, we, uh, Tim, we are our merchandise is at uh, whatamaneuver.net, by the way, still. What a maneuver. Thank you. Thank you. We missed that. I tried to get Ryan to do it last week and uh and he didn't he didn't hit the post. So I want to I want to do a drawback to something from last week though, Matt. You were, we were talking about the um the the wrestling collectibles and and some of the merchandise. So I did I was able to dig up I was able to dig up the Hulkster out of the connect, collection my wrestling buddy and then something else I came upon what a beaut. as uh as I was going through things is my old WWF lunchbox. Now, somewhere I have the thermos. I don't think it's in Love here. Love it. The thermos is not in here. But uh, I do have the thermos somewhere. The actual. Uh, but this guy, made in the US of A. Made in the USA. So there we go. Two uh, two pieces from the Big Jim collection that, uh, that, are, uh, that are here in the studio. But I want to remind everybody. Uh, you that can... writer's going to be knocking on your door. Hey, he can he can send me a big old fat check if he wants to. I know he's getting uh he's gotten a nice severance from the WWE, so he can uh he can hit me up. BigJimsports at gmail dot com. And uh I, I'm I, I will everybody's got a price and honest to God for me at this point it's probably not that steep. Uh, <laughs> but uh I want to remind everybody you can subscribe to our show, uh I Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher and all of that. We are now on Spotify as well. So if you go to Spotify and uh, and search Three Count Thursday, you can subscribe to us on Spotify uh, as we well. We are spotters. That, uh, that came active as of yesterday. We were able to get that uh, finally set up. I remember somebody months ago had uh, had asked if we were on there, and we weren't. Uh, but now we are. So there we go. If you uh, – just one more place, you uh, you can subscribe to us. Uh, there's a uh, catch up some of the comments here. Uh, Laura says, Hey guys, Scotty says, uh, did we hear the news? Yeah, we heard the news. We'll talk about the news. He says, we're still better than Bruce Pritchard. Uh, although he keeps saying we're better than Bruce Pritchard with a T in the name Pritchard. I'm not sure who that is. Um, uh, and then, uh, Devin's with us, Matt. There's a Matt in the comments. He says, uh, that this is his He's first time listening. Don't insult the kid. So uh, he said, "Welcome, uh, welcome in, Matt, for the first time." <laughs> so uh, yeah, all right, let's uh, let's jump Correct. into Sorry it. Spelling that. errors. <laughs> eh, spelling, whatever. Um, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Obviously, this past Sunday was uh, Money in the Bank on the uh, the WWE Network, and uh, one noticeable difference from this Money in the Bank to many other pay per views is uh, it was noticeably shorter than most pay-per-views at, at right around uh, two and a half hours. Uh, and the word on the street is uh, that that's going to be kind of the new norm. As right around lo- December to December time. Yeah, as long as, uh, as, long as we are under uh, no crowd performance center type shows, that that's going to be kind of the new norm. And uh, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, you know, I, I have – we we've gone on record numerous times. Like if I'm if there's a pay per view, I'm watching it. I'm watching it crust the tip. But um, the two and a half hour thing, and then the Undertaker documentary right after, um, and then like the Undertaker doc came to an end, and I looked at the clock, and I was like, "Whoa, it's surprisingly early." Not that I have anywhere to be, but uh, no, it was a uh, it was a refreshing change, I would say. 
Anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, all for I that. That that was fantastic. All right. I, I'll, I'll, should I direct, direct traffic this week? Me, am I on a lag? A little bit. You feel a direct little direct traffic host. Ryan. I got to learn my direction cues. Ryan. You are a little laggy. Here I am. Yeah, I think you are a little laggy. <laughs> am I real? I'm answering you right away. That's not. This will be fun. Yeah, this is going to be a show tonight. This is going to be a lot of fun because you're definitely should I, laggy. Should I jump out and come back in? Maybe. Yeah. Why don't, why don't we try that? Why don't we try that? Because I don't think it's on my end. Everybody else seems to be coming through clear. I'll uh, tell you what. We're like one of those auction sites that everybody's doing right now. Exactly. Exactly. So, Ryan, why don't you jump in? Hi, friends. <laughs> Ryan's going to jump out. He's going to jump back in. Tim, your thoughts on the uh, the shorter the shorter timed uh, pay-per-view? I think that it's welcomed. Um, with everything that's going on right now, I saw the stat that it was like the – Mo- the shortest WWE pay-per-view of an actual WWE event since like over the edge 99 or something to that effect. Like it goes back till 1999 that we had a, an actual WWE pay-per-view that is sub two and a half hours. Um, but as long as they're like making it jam packed, which is what this was. Um, I mean, it was full. We had four title matches plus money in the bank, a pre-show match and whatever our truth and MVP was. Um, I mean, you had, you had all of that. Um, and technically it was two money in the bank matches in a row or at the same time. So yeah. um, all in all, I thought it was, is really good. Um, and it's, it's welcomed uh, at least from my end. Now, if you were a professional, you would have known that the last ride came out earlier in the day. And I watched the last ride chapter one at like 11 AM because I am a degenerate. Oh, did it, it, it drop stuff immediately? It yeah, dropped early it dropped in the early. day. Oh, I was completely unaware. Oh, be watching, be watching the uh, Twitter ah. uh, follow WWE network. They like, they were like, watch, watch uh, last ride all day long. Huh? And like, I'm like, okay, I'm going right now. Yeah, I definitely completely missed that one. Now, the rest of the episodes, the next one dropping this Sunday, th- those are all going to be on-demand watches. They're not going to be uh, after any uh, pay-per-views or anything like that. So the rest of them will drop it. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is like 10 uh, or uh, or 11 in the morning. Um, Matt, your thoughts on the, uh, the the time of the show? We'll jump into a couple of the matches. Um but uh, just the, the, the shorter length of the pay-per-view. Um, I mean, I'm not going to complain about it. It was I was kind of surprising initially. I was like, wait, they're getting to this, and it's like 8.45. <laughs> um, but once once we kind of saw like the, the finished product and everything, I wasn't going to complain about a shorter show just because it didn't seem like the type of event, especially when you're doing a simultaneous main event that you need to stretch it out to a three hour show. It certainly didn't qualify for that. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Thomas asks here, do you think the WWE will ever upload more uh, WWF eighties content to the network? I, I mean, I would hope so at some point. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that enjoy the older content there. Uh, Devin says he was surprised how early it ended. 
Uh, but he's uh, he's all he's down for it. Um, so we uh, yeah, let's let's just jump right to the uh, the main events as they were um, the the corporate ladder matches. We can we can rewind back to maybe some of the other stuff if you want to. Um, but this one again, a, a, a pre-taped, uh, you know, cinematic, whatever, whatever words you want to use to describe the money in the bank corporate, uh, ladder matches. But, uh, you know, much, much like the, uh, Boneyard match and the, um, the Firefly Funhouse at WrestleMania, I, I had, I, I had different hopes going into this one than I did for those. Cause I think. We didn't know or really, really what to expect out of those matches at WrestleMania. These we had uh, some degree of expectation after what they gave us at WrestleMania. Um, so you know, I, I I went into it expecting something good, something exciting, um, something entertaining, and and for me it delivered. Um, you know, the men's came in at uh, twenty seven minutes fifteen seconds. The the women's were around twenty two. Uh, minutes there was my 22 um but uh you know overall like i thought it was really cool seeing them kind of all go through uh different parts of of headquarters um obviously they you know they they eventually made it to uh, vince's office aj styles and daniel bryan made it to vince's office um and there was a great tweet i saw from somebody that screenshot um the the camera shot over vince's shoulder with daniel bryan uh, AJ Styles and him in frame, and it said, "Rewind to like 2000 and you know 2006 and explain this, uh, you know, to uh, to an indie wrestling fan. Explain this picture to an indie wrestling fan." But um, over, I, I I enjoyed the hell out of this match. Um, again, I, I think that they're very they've been very good with these type of matches when uh, you've had to steer into the skid of, of everything that's going on right now. WWE delivered once again in a, in pretty spectacular fashion, in my opinion, Ryan. So I want to see, am I still on a lag here? We'll see. Uh, no, that this time, took me. this time you actually came through to me pretty much instantly. So we're Coming good. Through hot. We're good. All right. So this is good. This is good. Um, the biggest takeaway from this is that they're not mentioning Roman Reigns anymore. No sign of Roman. We're not going to mention him until they get to the third floor. And there's this big ass mural of fucking <laughs> Roman Reigns. I love it. I love the match. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, Baron Corbin yucking people off the roof. That sounds like fun. Um, I love how they had to come back and clarify that there was a sub roof that they were on and they actually aren't dead. Um, <laughs> So that was cool. But man, that was a lot of fun. It was really good. The two hours, 30 minutes sort of thing in and out. Um, I'm all forward. It's easy to digest. To digest. Great job, WWE. Uh, on, uh, on Money in the Bank. Yeah. Uh, Matt, let's go to you next. Um, It was fine. Um, It was a lot more slapsticky than I was expecting it to be. Okay. Um, you know, between mirror smashing uh, the, the picture smashing on Dana, the whole food fight, um, the the uh, I'll say God bless whoever recut Mysterio being thrown off the roof and adding the goofy scream because that was really the only thing that was missing for me from that. So I didn't hate it. Um, I was okay with the finishes on both of them. Um, I like the direction they're going with that. Um, I won't 
probably won't rewatch it like I've rewatched the Boneyard match. I rewatched the Firefly Funhouse match. I probably won't rewatch Money in the Bank, um, but I did not have any kind of ill feelings towards it. I, I appreciated it for what it was as I watched it. All right, Tim, your thoughts. Vince McMahon was wearing jeans. <laughs> I did notice that. I'm like, is this believable? That's my takeaway. <laughs> That's my takeaway. Like Vince McMahon is, first of all, first of all, they must have knew ahead of time. Like everybody, like that building should have been vacant. So why was Brother Love and Doink <laughs> and Vince and who else, whoever else, the, Paul well, Heyman? The, why, the, why does Paul Heyman have catering at WWE headquarters? That, that, that I was like, it, huh? It's supposed to be empty. Huh? So like, why are all these people here? Now I get Well, we all know, we do all works. know that Brother Love is an essential employee and has to be there every day. We do know that. WWE religious WWE religious services, I get it, and so, um, but uh, the, there's only one thing about everything with Money in the Bank that did not make sense to me, and it was why Baron Corbin tried to stop Asuka from grabbing the briefcase. <laughs> but you know that's a good like, point. Asuka was there, and Baron Corbin was like, no, 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 and like tried to push her off thinking that like she was going for his briefcase or was he trying to be raw women's champion i'm not sure it, well i mean he hasn't had the yeah right he hasn't had the best of luck on the men's side so maybe he thought if he wins the women's contract that um you know that he would have better luck on that side or maybe he was trying to win both and be the first men's and women's champion simultaneously um, you know, maybe, maybe that's what he was going for. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Vince McMahon in jeans did, uh, did crack me up. Do we know the, the, or has it been revealed the identity of the custodian? Because he had, um, he had a Bruce Pritchard show hat on. So I don't know if that was just Bruce getting his shit in and, or, and it was just some uh, random extra or if it was, was that came. Was it who? Like, like Mayor Glenn Jacobs came? Came, his son. Oh, maybe it was. Okay. No, his son's name is Kane. Okay, Tim, you're, 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 yeah, that might be your, your, your picture's frozen, Tim, but you're, I don't know how old Kane is right now. Well, but it's gotta be Kane. That, that, that makes sense then that he had a, uh, that it, that it had a Pritchard show, uh, hat on, um, but yeah, no, I, I the in terms of uh, yeah, because Kane was born, yeah, Kane was born in like ninety eight ish. Okay, so yeah, that could have been his son. Gotcha, gotcha. How much makeup know. did they put on Bruce Pritchard's face? Tons. That shit was cake all of it. Going. Tons, all of it. Well, they, you know, they, I think you have all to. So much of it. I think you have to clear. I don't know. I'm not totally sure how like the 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 purchasing and. and processes are in corporate like corporate america but i think you have to use old stock before you can buy new so i think they were just they were using up all the makeup they had and haven't been able to use in the last couple months 
Um, That's gotta be it. Ryan, is that a built I'm, Rhino Tough T-shirt in the in the background it there? Is, it is built Rhino Tough. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I do. I see bought that. it right from Rhino. He's got kids. He has to feed. He can't do our podcast, but he'll sell me a shirt. That's right. And well, I mean, to be fair, he did go to the WWE. Now we might be able to get him. Because I mean, he's not working no, in the WWE. Still, he wasn't in the WWE. Asked the last time. I think he had just he was didn't he just sign or he was on his way. Yeah, on his way, probably. <laughs> on his way. Um, yeah, when he landed in NXT. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, all right. The, in terms of uh, the, the winners of the match, Oscar and uh, and Otis, I'm obviously fine uh, both ways there. I, you know, um. I, I really thought it was going to be AJ, but getting the surprise yeah! uh, Otis uh, o- Otis victory was uh, was pretty special, um, and uh, you know it was it was good to see uh, the big man Otis. And there's an intern Mark joining us. We got all five. Oh hi Mark. This is a this is a special occasion. Can you hear me now? We can hear you. How you doing, Mark? Good. I'm good. I was running late. Thanks for having me. That's okay. I and I, I was gonna make I was gonna make an ill time joke about where you where you were, but I know your your uh, heart's still hurting. Any any updates on uh, on Hershey Park? Are there anything? No, I didn't see anything recently. If I had a guess, I'm gonna say hopefully by July, but. I don't know. Yeah. I'm hopeful. You got to hold it. That's all we can do at this point, Mark, is, is hold out and hold on to hope. Um, we got to hold on. We uh, we were just talking about the uh, the money in the bank uh, matches. Uh, did you enjoy the, uh, the, the, the corporate ladder match, Mark? Yeah, actually, I did. I, I really like what WWE's trying to do, given the situation. I thought it was uh, – I thought it was very unique, and I I enjoyed it. I the men and the women's, and yeah, I thought it, it was it was different. Yeah, very much. Um, all right, let's. Uh, is is there any other match, uh, from the card that that anybody wants to uh, wants to talk about specifically? I would like to give a shout out to Dana Brooke, who dominated Twitter when she wiped out on the wet floor thanks to Ooh. the custodian. Um. There was like just huge threads of of giving kudos to Dana Brooke for wiping out and um and how funny it was that the, there was no caution wet floor sign so that's an OSHA violation but people just went off on that so that was fun and hey Dana Brooke was on a pay per view so that's cool hey and she almost won the uh, the uh, the whole money in the bank uh, briefcase there but got the wrong one got the old conference room briefcase you know I, I hate when that happens I hate when I think I'm gonna sure. win everything and i end up with the conference room uh briefcase this is the worst tim what about that zoom stephanie mcmahon run in right. <laughs> oh. she won there yeah yeah i was like so how did she get there um but yeah that was uh that was a fun little drop in there um i i said i think the only thing that they really really missed on was uh they they didn't have uh have vince say that this is good shit. I thought that I thought that would have been a great opportunity in the midst of everything for him to uh, for him to drop a uh, that this is some good shit. But but it it was uh, pretty solid. Um, I I really in, enjoyed the Strowman and Bray Wyatt match. Um, I going into it, I, I didn't really know what to expect. 
given that, uh, you know, I was like, okay, are they going to have Braun steamroll him? Are they going to have Bray just win and, and we have to go back through all of this? Is the Fiend the champion? Is Bray the champion? How do you get the title off of him without potentially hurting Bray Wyatt uh, situation again? Um, I, I really liked the way they did it, and it and it showed the, the depth of this character, the vulnerability of Bray Wyatt, not the Fiend, um, with, uh, you know, Braun wearing the mask and then breaking his heart. You know, Bray falls for the trap uh, like he has over time. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I have no problems – with uh, the execution of the match, I, I thought that, that both guys brought it uh, pretty good uh, in that one. Uh, Tim, your thoughts on Bray and Braun? Um, I thought it was exactly what you would get out of a Bray Wyatt match. Okay. Not a Fiend match, but, you know, you got your Firefly fun. You got your Huskus. Huskus the pig showed up, and <laughs> yeah. uh, you had the the seemingly uh, brainwashing of the, the sheep mask, the black sheep mask. Um, but those are, this is exactly what I would expect from a 2020 Bray Wyatt match. Like not physically dominating, not anything else. And it's, it's safe for Bray to lose, but not the fiend. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, Matt. Um, for me, this match was probably the best storytelling we saw of the night. Um, my takeaway from it was kind of that Bray wanted the opportunity to turn Braun back, uh, was granted that opportunity by the Fiend, didn't succeed. So I think that takes us to the next chapter of the story. Hopefully that's the direction they're going anyway. That's what I would do. Um, I'm not Vince, but... Uh, I think they set it up really well forward for a good feud between Fiend and Braun uh, that, I, that I hope we can see through and, and see what we all would want to happen with that. Um, but I, I liked it. Um, I thought that was probably the best match uh, to me in terms of just what happened in the ring and the overall storyline because it um, you know, Money in the Bank was what it was and it, we didn't have like the cheesy scenes in it. Um, in my opinion. Uh, Ryan, your thoughts, Bray and Braun. Yeah, as long as it's, as long as it's not the fiend getting defeated, I'm okay with this. Um, you, you can show vulnerability and show weakness as Bray Wyatt um, over and over and over again. As long as the fiend comes out and the fiend is dominant um, and, and they keep those two separate, I'm never going to have a problem with the Bray Wyatt character losing. Um also, kudos to him for, like, wrestling in a sweater. That's not probably fun. Yeah, especially as a big boy. Like, I mean, you know, we, we all we all know what that's like when you're a big man in, in a warm climate uh, and you only have the one fan in attendance um, and, and you know, it, it's doing its thing. But, you know, that's a warehouse. Like, if, we've, if anybody's ever been in a warehouse, you know what those walls look like, you know what that ceiling looks like, and you know what it feels like. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know. I got air conditioning in there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't totally bank on it, man. It is hard to air condition a warehouse. You're acting like it's the FCW arena. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it, it is what it is, but yeah, definitely uh, hats off to Bray there. Uh, Mark, your thoughts, Braun and Bray. Braun and Bray. You know what? I thought, uh, it, it was very good. Um, 
the same as everybody else is saying. I, I'm okay with uh, Bray Wyatt not necessarily winning, and uh, but the Fiend, I'm hoping that the Fiend and uh, Stroman are coming up here soon. That would be nice. Yeah, we'll see how it uh, how it plays out. Again, I, I'm I'm I, I know we're like this story is not over um, be, because of the way that the, the match ended, and you know the 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 look that Bray gave, and you had you know the little the little flashes of the Fiend. Uh, showing up so you know it obviously appears that we're going that direction um and I, I mean I'm, I'm gonna stand firm on it again uh that, that I don't think the fiend slash Bray Wyatt needs a championship um so it's gonna be interesting to see as we progress over the next couple months um and, and weeks and months how exactly uh you know we we end up with uh, where this feud goes but um all right l- wrapping up money in the bank uh, let's give a letter grade uh, on the show. We will start with intern Mark. We'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get to you, Ryan. Intern Boy, Mark, I'll tell you, let me think here. I, I'm thinking uh, I would probably give it a solid B. I was I was entertained by it. I thought it was good, but I yeah, I didn't, wouldn't say it necessarily stood out as one of the best pay per views I've seen. Okay, all right, uh, Ryan, you're uh, you had your hand up. I'm sorry, I missed that. Uh, did you mute yourself? Were no, you... I didn't. No, I'm not. I'm fine. I'm not upset. Um, um, it was. It was. In fact, Kane Pritchard. I, I looked it up. Uh, PW Insider did confirm that it was none other than Bruce Pritchard's son, Kane Pritchard. That is spelled with a K, like the wrestler. Um, on there. So yeah, had to get his shit in and and threw on the uh, I used to be over hat in in uh, in the show. Uh, you know what? Let's give this an old uh. Let's give it a C plus. Ooh. C plus. Okay. Uh, all right. There we go. Uh, Matt. Uh, just to stay on brand and, and give it the lowest grade out of the three count team, I will give it a straight C. But I was going to give it a C plus initially. All right. Well, I appreciate I appreciate you committing uh, to to being yourself even in these uh, even in these challenging times. Tim, you're. Yep. You're great on uh, on money in the bank. You should have went last, Matt. Oh no! Oh no! This is not a pay per view. This is a house show. This is a raw. Uh, Nothing uh, special. Uh, C minus. Damn! What? Wow! Ooh. What? Happened. For money in the bank, wow, 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 wow. the money in the bank match itself. You come in my face, I'm gonna fight you. Not, not even really special either. Like it was, it happened. Money in the bank happened. It wasn't a happening. It just happened. C minus. Oscar, what'd you do? In an elevator. I can't believe it. Cool. Yeah, and Oscar's been doing the elevator shtick on at raw announce tables and the ring apron and everything else. Like what, 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 what's so cool about the, like that's what, what is cool about that? Who the hell is this in an elevator? Oh, the, the camera changed. I don't need, I, you're not oh going to see that at the house show. I don't need, I, is this, is this how our bad. show went? Like, I don't, I don't even know how to exist in this world. I will say, Jim, if you give it an A, then yes, this is no. worse. 
Well, COVID-19. it's been real every. No, 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 no. I'm not going to give this show an A. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to give this show an A. I'll give it a B plus. I'll, I'll give it. The, I'll give it the plus side. That that is me. Um, I mean, I I enjoyed most everything. Uh, I mean, the the our truth MVP Bobby Lashley thing was odd. Um, on Raw though, on Raw though, they actually almost kind of made me care about a Bobby Lashley segment. So that was totally unexpected. Um, and and then Bailey versus Tamina, I hated. Everything else, I was fine with. Um, the, the New Day retaining, whatever. But um, <laughs> so so how's it justified the B plus? Like, well, the match was the match was good. Everything else was A's. The match was good. I love both title matches, and I absolutely love the 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 Money in the Bank match and the pre-show match was good. So I'm I'm all I'm I'm fine with it. Uh, like oh, I said, I only was a hated. Match? Yeah, there was a pre-show match. Who was yeah. that? It was uh, Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Hardy and Cesaro. Yeah, old oh. pe- old pepperoni but nipples R-Truth himself. And MVP made the pay-per-view. Okay. <laughs> well, our truth and Bobby Lashley made the pay-per-view. Um, but uh, by the way, Lashley um, in in tights better than Lashley in trunks. Correct. Uh, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with that. Um, I, just, I like the type. Now, if if they could just figure out a way to mute Lana, we'd be even even better off. Um, but uh, Devin gave it a B. Matt gave it a B. Jason gave it a C minus. So he's he's uh, with you, Tim. Um, Matt says here. I think it's safe to say we miss crowd reactions. Am I wrong? Um, I mean, I I miss wrestling with the crowd. I don't. I do not necessarily miss cutting to a crowd reaction every, you know, 2.3 seconds. Um, I, I definitely don't miss that. Uh, I still think it would be funny if they just used old, like, file footage and cut the cut the crowd shots uh, on some of the some of the shows. But, I mean, I miss crowds. I've gotten used to it, though. Like, I've gotten used to it, though. Like, I've even found watching AEW, like, hearing stuff in the in the crowd. You know, they have the, you know, the, the, um, the wrestlers around the ring – it, 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 it's it because I've gotten so used to no crowd that once a week is it's a, like it, it's a little uh, like it, I have to adjust to it at first because I'm like what's that sound oh yeah there's they actually have people at ringside I will say um our truth interacting with the crowd I did appreciate that part of the show <laughs> yeah the only part of that match I enjoyed but I did appreciate that stick. I feel like that match would have uh, received some CM Punk chance, so I didn't miss that. <laughs> uh, that's another thing they should just pump in every now and again if there's a segment that just feels off, uh, which they could have. match. They could have done it on the uh, on the Triple H 25th anniversary <laughs> segment a couple weeks ago. Now we did have a the three count question of the week uh, this week, and uh, and I posed it to our audience. I said if you could change the result of either the men's or the women's uh, Money in the Bank match from this past Sunday, which would you choose and who would you have win? Uh, I will go to Ryan first. Ryan, if you could change the result of one of the main event matches, which would you switch and who would you switch it to? It's going to be a convoluted answer. What I would do is have Becky drop the championship beforehand, give it to whoever, and then start a fresh feud with somebody like, I don't know, a Dana Brooke and really kind of shock people. So I'm going to say 
give Oscar the championship before the match and let Dana Brooke win this. Okay. All right. Um, Matt, if you could change one, who would you change it to? Yeah, again, knowing what we know, it's tough to say because I would have preferred Lacey Evans get the briefcase, but I don't want Lacey Evans to just get the title right away. So that would have been my choice and have her challenge, even Charlotte for the NXT. Um, But, you know, knowing what we know now, the contents of the briefcase, it's tough to change the winner because it makes the most sense to put that on Asuka. All right, fair. Uh, Tim, which would you change? I'm going to hate myself for even saying this. Oh, my God. You're him. But if I had to change one, Otis doesn't win money in the bank. Oh, yes, Chucky. We have our top suspect. (laughs) Like, I love Otis. And I love that Otis won money in the bank. However, I have a bad feeling about this cash-in. And if you want the cash in to matter, I really think King Corbin could have done uh, done good, especially in a scene where there's no real main event heels. Like okay. Baron Corbin taking the title from Drew McIntyre or Baron Corbin, or not Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman, it injects King Corbin into that main event picture as opposed to Big Otis repping for the Chunky Boys, like good for him, but like I, don't, I just I, I again let me reiterate, I love Otis's Money in the Bank. They need to turn the briefcase into like a lunchbox or something. Um, and, Tomato chips. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> I, I can't wait. All right, uh, wow, man, I, 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 your answers are just catching me off guard. I haven't had you on for a couple of weeks, and it's like. We don't even know you anymore. Uh, hey, I'm still me. <laughs> Mark. It's the it's the pink tips. There it is. is. Uh, Mark, if you could change one, who would you change it to? Oh, yeah. If I could change one, I would probably. Well, I was okay with Oscar winning. Um, probably, as much as I dislike him, I think Ken Corbin would have made a good Money in the Bank winner. Just because he is such a good heel. I yeah, I think that would have uh, really helped his character even further. Yeah, uh, having him carry the money in the bank. Yeah, I feel you on that one, and and uh, that that won't be my answer. I I I still think it would have been a good launching point uh, for Lacey Evans. Um, I'm going to go with it based on the result from Sunday versus what we knew after the fact. Obviously, again. You know, and and so like I'll kind of go the way the route Ryan went. I'll steal that from him. With uh, you know, if, if Becky's got to move the title, make the announcement on Sunday. Oscar uh, gets the title, and uh, and Lacey has the uh, has the has the uh, briefcase. So I'll, I'll I'll stick with Lacey Evans. Couple of the uh, the responses here. Uh, Mario says AJ uh, hands down. Uh, William says men's AJ Styles. Uh, Nick says women. Baszler. Uh, Jay says for the men, CM Punk for the women, AJ Lee. So we got a punk mark out there. Um, Chris says for the men's either black or Styles. So again, thank you to everybody who responded, uh, to the question of the week, uh, question on Facebook. The three count question of the week. Let's, uh, let's move ahead here to Monday night raw. Yeah, obviously we, uh, we opened up it was Monday uh, afternoon, um, we had the, uh, the the post from WWE social media that Becky Lynch had a huge announcement. 
which um, kind of immediately, and I don't know if anybody else um, had had thought anything different. Uh, I kind of assumed that it was a it was pregnancy. I, I, I figured if you're gonna if you're gonna throw that out there, I, I didn't see any reason that she would have to like retire. So I, I, I just kind of assumed that's that's the uh, that was the situation. We hadn't really seen her um, be very active since WrestleMania. But we opened up Raw with uh, Becky uh, relinquishing the championship, and I like the I like the I did like the way they did it. Um, you know, with having having the the title in the briefcase and revealing it to Asuka in that moment with her and Asuka was pretty special. Um, so we opened up Raw with uh, Becky Lynch's announcement that she is uh, that she's leaving, that uh, you know she she's pregnant, um, and Asuka is your new Raw Women's Champion. So a, a, a pretty um, pretty momentous start to Monday Night Raw. Um, obviously, congr- congratulations to Becky Lynch and what we would assume is Seth Rollins. <laughs> I love how like people's like reaction to that. Um, but uh, obviously, it, it changes the the landscape of the women's division in the WWE. Uh, Matt, your thoughts first. Um, I mean, you never know, Jim. They could have just been asking you to rewatch last week's episode of Billions, where Becky Lynch co-starred, and that was like, <laughs> you, big possibly. Um, I mean, I think, I think we all saw it coming, uh, when they said that, um, very, you know, happy for the two of them. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like, I think once we heard that it, it made the Oscar decision make more sense because of the direction that they had to go with it. So, um, you know, we'll see, they haven't really been giving a lot of the necessary pushes to the women's division that they should, they've kind of, kind of pushed all their chips, Becky, Oscar, Charlotte. So, um, you know, that could have been a good time for them to build up someone new in the division. Uh, we'll see if that comes back to be a poor decision or not, but I mean, it's, it's Oscar, you know, she can carry a division. It's just, are the fans going to get tired of it? Kind of like they got tired of Becky after a while. Yeah, Jason in the comments here uh, already says that he's that he's over Asuka as it is. Um, I think Asuka, and I've said it for weeks, um, basically in this uh, empty arena era, if that's what we're if that's what we're referring to this period of time as, um, I think Asuka has been one of the MVPs of WWE throughout this uh, throughout this period of time. I, I think she's been one of the most um, captivating uh, stars uh, in the WWE in this time. So, you know, it de- definitely does uh, make it make sense. Tim, uh, your thoughts on obviously the, the, the monumental change in the women's division. Yeah, it's no surprise that Asuka and Otis were the two people that won money in the bank because it's arguably the two most entertaining characters in WWE today. Um, but as far as the women's division is concerned, um, I watched a little bit of WWE backstage and CM Punk mentioned, I know it's a great, a great take coming from CM Punk, but it's really cultivating a next person up mentality. And I'm very curious to see who's going to carry the flag that Becky carried because right now, I mean, Charlotte's on NXT and like, she's, she's doing her thing over there. It, she'll be on SmackDown on Friday now with the new brand to brand invitation, or what, I think it's what it's you called. You don't even go here, right? And like with the with 
COVID-19, like I think that their pool of talent might also be limited, not limited, but like pretty much everyone's being used, but you can't really use everybody at the same time. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they shuffle the deck and put certain people in certain situations. Um, but I'm looking for you. You played her clip. This is a prime time for Bianca Belair to step up and do something like, like there's a huge gap now with Becky Lynch gone and like Bianca's there and there's no one like Bianca. Like there's just not. So, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, with the, uh, you know, with the, the popularity of the street profits right now and, and uh, bringing Bianca Belair into the mix on Monday night raw. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's a huge opportunity for her. Yeah. Becky Lynch had held that title uh, for 399 days. Uh, so obviously it was a, um, you know, it was a long time that she, uh, that she held the raw women's title and, um, you know, it, what, you know, whether people were tired of her or not, we thought that the title was going to move at WrestleMania. We thought, you know, I, at least I did, I thought for sure it was Shayna Baszler's title, um, to, to, to win and it didn't happen. Uh, you know, I, the doors open, I, you know, I think, there's an opportunity to have, have Shayna become a, a fairly large star um, in this women's division uh, as well. Ryan, your your take on uh, the Open to Raw and, and the, the women's division right now? Yeah, it's gonna have to be one of the new of the new stars. I feel um, and you can still use some of your older talent that's been on Raw, but um, it's got to be one of those two, uh, Shayna Baszler or Bianca Belair, to step up into that role. Um, and I and I think you've hit the nail on the head, Tim, with with Bianca Belair. I mean, she goes there now. So, I mean, it's definitely, man, there's just something special about Bianca Belair. I mean, the strength, her look, there's just, yeah, star written all over her. I'd ride her uh, right to the fucking moon. Uh, Bianca Belair, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you caught that too, didn't you, man? Oh, my. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, it's there's there's no there's nobody like her in, in the women's division, whether it's Raw, SmackDown, or uh, NXT. So, you, you have a... Uh, one of the most unique stars uh, in in the WWE period uh, with Be- Bianca Belair. Uh, Mark, your thoughts here on uh, on Becky Lynch and the women's division? Well, I'll tell you what. I knew that Seth Rollins was trouble with uh, <laughs> Becky. I knew this was going to happen. Oh, Frank Frank Boris but... is feeding you lines, huh? <laughs> but uh, no, I thought it was a great opening segment, and uh, giving the belt to Oscar. I think that was, I was very much okay with that. Um, yeah, I think uh, Bianca Belair has such a huge upside to her. She is the EST. Um, and also, uh, it'd be nice to see uh, Zelina Vega wrestling a little bit more, but I think she's doing one heck of a job, too, as a manager. Uh, she's really, uh, with these empty arenas, has really come into her own. Yeah, I agree. You know, And, and we did see her wrestle a couple weeks ago. Um, but yeah, the, the, the stable that she's putting together, um, and, and her role as a manager has, has been pretty spectacular. Uh, in terms of Becky Lynch's future, there was a, there was an article on people.com, um, you know, that she, uh, she, she learned she was pregnant in April. The baby is due in December. Uh, and she said she won't be making a decision on, uh, her in-ring future as of yet. She said, it's such a joyous time and such a sad time too. I love this. I've given my life to this. I've achieved everything that I want to achieve in this business. 
Uh, I don't know what the next chapter is uh, because I only know what it's like to think for myself when I'm by myself. So I don't know uh, what it'll look like and how my priorities uh, shift and what I'm going to want in the future. So everything's open. So, I mean, it, it it's a possibility that we've seen Becky Lynch wrestle her last match uh, in the WWE. And um, if it is, I mean, the 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 impact that, that she has made uh, on, on the women's division and women's wrestling, I think is, uh, you know, is, is one of the, the highest ones, especially in terms of the WWE. She is a, uh, an absolutely a hall of famer, um, 110%. And, um, you know, it, I mean, I've never, I've never been the biggest Becky Lynch fan. Uh, you know, and if you, you can go back over the history of this show, you can find the archives at three count but there's no doubt the, the impact that she's made on the division. So, um, to me, she's a Hall of Famer, absolutely a WWE Hall of Famer. Um, but personally, I, you know, the 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 pop that she would get, you know, when she comes back, you know, let, let's let's you know look look ahead. Uh, if the baby's due in December, you you gotta. I, I would I would tend to think that we're not looking Royal Rumble time. I mean, that'd be a pretty quick turnaround. Uh, not out of the not out of the question, but um, you know potentially leading up to uh, WrestleMania, 318 days away uh, from now, I think you, you could you could have a uh, surprise return in the on the road to WrestleMania, and um, you know if and when, dear God, if and when there are fans in the crowd again, and let's hope by Rumble season, WrestleMania season. Uh, sign pointing season that uh, there's people in the crowd once again. Uh, you know, I think the pop for Becky Lynch could be quite uh, quite spectacular um, and, and kind of an all time uh, pop there. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. Uh, any thoughts on the potential future, if there is one, for for Becky Lynch? Um, I'm I'm sure she will come back in some form, whether that be like just a rumble entrant or, or full time. I'm sure this isn't the last we've seen of Becky Lynch. I would say that um, Russell is probably pushing it. Um, but I could see if, if she's going to be coming back full time, um, seeing her come back for the build on that, maybe an entrant in like an elimination chamber um, or money in the bank next year. Um, to kind of get her feet wet again. Uh, Ryan, your thoughts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. A lot like you, Jim. I, I don't think I was a huge, huge Becky Lynch fan. Um, from the word go, I wasn't really into the whole steampunk gimmick. Um, maybe I didn't necessarily get it. Um, I still but, don't get um, the steampunk thing. You know, that's <laughs> it, it is what it is. Um, but you know the uh, Seth Rollins took care of that for us. He he slayed the beast, and um, <laughs> you know when the man comes around, uh, he comes around. We've all seen his picture. You know it is what it is. Um, you know what can you do? Good for him. All right. Uh... Not the not the first Irishman he took on put on the shelf. <laughs> Before we get to, to Tim and, and Mark, I will. I'm going to say that Ryan or Jim will own the mom shirt at some point. That's uh, yeah. When I saw those pop up, I'm like, God damn it. That feels like a Christmas present to me. 
considering that before three count thursday got sent to our rooms from the coronavirus <laughs> i mean you announced on the podcast you were having a baby so of course i didn't i never announced that Brock, that is did he not say i he don't was gonna have a kid wrong wrong he's, wrong, he's wrong. Kids. i don't okay i don't have a fake news button but wrong, i have wrong, a wrong i have a wrong button that is wrong that is fake news that is erroneous um mark your thoughts on uh on the potential uh future for uh for becky lynch yeah, maybe that's the question you should ask China. <laughs> China. <laughs> I just wanted you to hit the China button. That's go. all. I China. 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 I got you, fam. It's a nasty question. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't think we saw the end of Becky. You know, getting back to your question, she'll be back for sure. I don't know if she'll come back full time, but she'll definitely make an appearance in a WWE ring again for a match or two, or Royal Rumble, or. Whatever the case may be, it's not over. Maybe mm-hmm. full time wrestling, but we'll see her back. All right, very good, Tim. Your uh, your your thoughts stop, here, Becky. Stop, 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 stop. What's the bullshit with holding the beer up to the thing? I don't get it. Well, if you were drinking a beer, maybe what's you would. That, what's up with that bullshit? I just I'm, I'm showing the people what I'm drinking. Nobody gives a shit what you're drinking, Jim. That's not true. Don't make me hang up on you. Is that lube? <laughs> Is that lube, Brian? No, that's that's hand sanitizer. Oh, sure it is. Yeah. Where'd you get that? You, per- you could use it as lube. It's gonna hurt, but you could do it. I was drinking this guy earlier. Let's just let's all hold shit up to our. I don't know. Do I have a lube? I don't got lube. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you, you have lube sitting there, Ryan. Ryan has held up like sixteen Funko Pops. Right, and I'm the asshole. <laughs> at least some. At least some things never change around here. That that you know. That I that I catch shit from that guy. Uh, Tim, your your thoughts on uh, on on Becky Lynch and her pos- and you know the potential future of Becky Lynch. Well, I, first of all, I'd like to say that I think it's very bold of Matt to assume that Becky Lynch won't be ready by the Royal Rumble. That was I mean, me. That was what me. What the hell does? No, Matt said it too. Okay. Matt said that he thinks it's a little too soon. What the hell does he know about having a baby at these trying times? That's true. You he doesn't can't know assume shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, whatever she decides, like there's there's so many mitigating factors. I know it's heartbreaking for her, but I also know she like one. She's paid for a Marvel movie. I don't know if that's done or if it's still going to happen or if now that's put on hold because of the baby. Um, so <laughs> it, it's very tough to say, um, what actually is going to happen with, uh, Becky. Um, all I can say is that I'm just hoping that whatever decision that is made, uh, is made between Becky and Seth and, uh, it stays there. I know that even though I had assumed that it was a pregnancy and I kind of heard from a friend of a friend of someone close to the situation that they got it confirmed with like three different sources um, that uh, she was having a baby. Even the line on Raw, like I was crying. I was a big baby. I'm Ric Flair to that stuff. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. So I'm just, I'm very happy for Becky. Um, 
it is kind of interesting that she's having a baby and she's stepping away because she was kind of getting a little stale. Uh, maybe having a baby is her new go and learn a hold and then come back. But, uh, it's going to be very interesting. They learned a hold all uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, did you guys see the meme about the shield lined up? And it's uh, Dean Ambrose pulled out of WWE. Roman Reigns pulled out of WrestleMania. Seth Rollins never pulls out. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't see that one. But Jason d- said that uh, we uh, we do know that Seth didn't come in my face. We do know that because if you do that, you don't get that. You don't get a baby. So. So appreciate uh, the the comment there. If you're following along with us in the live video, uh, why don't you give it a share? Get some people in here. Uh, we have a few in with us, and we appreciate the interaction uh, here on the live video. Um, the uh, the two conics are back. Yeah, that- sure. like, like, make sure you bring in all your neighbors' kids and everything like that. We're gonna keep talking about come on your face. Bring all the neighbor kids. It'll yeah. be great. They're gonna yeah. love hearing it. Bring us in. <laughs> share it amongst <laughs> your family. Let, Hook your computer let grandma, up to the projector. And put the loud, the most put, lonely. put the speaker up uh, to the window, broadcast it to the neighborhood, so everybody can Turn stay. Turn the bass up. Tell your horny neighbor to sit on the, on the speaker, <laughs> so everybody can stay social distant, but still hear us uh, talk. You know, talk about stuff like come in my face. You know, it's it's great. It's great. Um, the two conics are back. Uh, they look to be getting into the uh, into the women's tag team title picture. Uh, it looks like we're getting Edge versus Randy Orton in reverse order. They went from last man standing to a regular wrestling match, but you know what? I'm here for it. Um, the you know you know they're they're having that at, at Backlash. It would have seemed, um, and, and you know, I'm I'm I was I'm surprised that they're giving us Edge that that quickly. But in the same time, uh, you know, if you if you want to believe the reasons for the uh, crossovers. <laughs> With uh, you know, for for ratings purposes, putting Edge on there probably uh probably part of that process as well. Um, overall, I thought this was the best Monday Night Raw of this era, of this uh, empty arena era. I I thought the show uh, was uh was paced really well. What's that, Matt? Did you say that every week? That is not true. That is not true. I say that I enjoy Raw every week, but I don't believe. At any point until this week, have you seen me or heard me say that I thought it was the best one? Just, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm very wrong a lot, but uh, it is what it is. Let's uh, let's talk about the the announcement on NXT last night made by uh, the the old dog, uh, Cross-Eyed McGee and Triple H. Uh, that NXT, the next takeover event, is uh, Sunday, June the 7th. It is... NXT takeover in your house. They even had the uh, the block style uh, WWE logo, the old in your house font, uh, and all of that. Um, I, I'm I'm cool with it. Again, it, it's a it's a pay per view content on, on the network, and uh, I was always a fan of the in your house shows. Now I will say this: if they don't dig up the in your house set from the uh, from the warehouse. Then there's no point in doing this. Bingo, ding yourself. I'll do that later, but I'll hit that as well. Jim, what are you drinking tonight? 
Oh, I'm, I'm drinking some Coors Light, Matt. Thank you for asking. Oh, there it is. And I, I was drinking some Dogfish Head Pumpkin Ale earlier. See, there's, there, there's. I'm like searching around my desk for stupid shit to hold up. <laughs> hey, I've got plenty of it. It's, I got it's... like my eBay folder right over here. I can find stupid shit for my eBay thing all the time. It'll be great. I have an iHeartRadio mic flag at the ready. How about that? Which I think you can find us on iHeartRadio as well. I, I, I know the NGSC Sports is on iHeartRadio. I don't know if we exclusively are, but. Uh, I know you can find NGSE Sports on there. So I was listing stuff on eBay. Okay. I had this. I had this wonderful Clint Black cassette tape. A Clint Black, Clint Black cassette tape. And a Charlie Pride cassette tape autographed. So the only two, the only two blacks in country music. Jesus. Clint Black, Charlie Pride. That's what about Darius Strucker? Isn't he in? I country have to music? go. <laughs> now, Ryan. <laughs> It's an old joke. It, it hasn't aged well. Can you can you confirm or deny, Ryan, that you actually have to pay people to buy cassette tapes from you? Uh, I've not sold any on eBay. Oh, there's that's that. What am, a what a thought! I am shocked. Wow, that you uh, have not sold any cassette tapes on None of my uh, cassette tapes have sold on, on eBay. Um, Anybody I also ever... found this Tomato Champs card hanging around. Oh, the old uh, the old Tomato Champs. Tomato Champs. <laughs> any uh, any any thoughts on, on on? I mean, obviously there hasn't been any matches announced yet, but uh, I, I, be I, plus pay-per-view. I I love the in, the, the in your house name. So if they good good Ryan, if they don't if they don't have the set, it's not it's for nothing. Exactly, I, that I agree. If there's not a garage door, I don't want to see it. And if somebody doesn't swing off the roof like Shawn Michaels, then then why are we even here? Why are we even here? So, Jim, are you just going to go ahead and just pencil yourself in for an A on the In Your House pay-per-view at this point? Uh, yeah, have- and it will be in pencil because, again, if they if they don't have the set, then it automatically goes to an F. Oh, yeah, right. Hard F. You know, yeah, if, right. If you don't give me the set, it will be an F. You can mark it down. 9.05 p.m. Eastern Time, May 14th, 2020. I will. Jim's had too much sauce and thinks I, he's actually going to give an F to a WWE paper. I will grade. Sauce it. I will grade NXT TakeOver in your house an F if they do not have the in your house set. You drinking Moscow Mules the one there, King? That Bret Hart comes back and wins the NXT Championship <laughs> by drooling all over whoever the NXT Champion oh, is. Oh, come on. For the one, two, three, Bret Hart comes back, and you're going to have to give it an F. I can't wait. Yep. You know, that's not very nice, you <laughs> saying that about me. Johnny Ace is a piece of shit. It's not very nice saying that about me. Not wrong. I miss I miss the Wheel of Impressions. I do miss it. It's, it's sitting right over there on the floor. We don't have 15 people uh, watching with us right so now. So I, I learned that I have a really good Sid Justice. Really? Oh. Yeah, I I didn't realize that's a fun until, one. Oh, Matt's got until the latest uh, latest uh, final wrestling place. That's why I haven't heard it because I did not listen to the the, the latest final wrestling place pod yet. It, it is on my uh, uh, one of my one of the the many things on my agenda list for tomorrow is to listen to your podcast. I've realized that everybody's free time to listen to podcasts has been cut down to nothing because nobody has commute time, but yet the number of podcasts that have happened has been multiplied by eight. I started a third yep. one. 
I heard. I heard. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I love Matt. Just keeps holding shit. Dropped, up. Right? What's that? The first one's dropped. Yes. Yeah. If you go to uh, discussions with the nobody. Over. What is it? What is it about? Talk about it for a minute. Uh, I'm a nobody, and you're going to hear me talk about anything and everything not related to wrestling or sports. Even Dang. though we may end up talking about sports at some point. So that's a, a food pay per view. Uh, there could be. We could talk about food on there. But uh, yeah, discussions with the nobody is uh, is the new. Uh, First episode where Jim chooses turkey in the first round of the Thanksgiving draft. <laughs> Fucking that yeah. Thanksgiving draft still pisses me off <laughs> to this day. To this day, it pisses me off. Odecker's celery beat you, bro. Ce- How do you feel? Fucking that's celery. Celery beat That's right. Celery. Hands down. Yeah, I was, I was being nice. You know, like, I was being a nice guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna fall on that sword for everybody, and do the damn dishes so nobody else has to, and nobody appreciates what a good you know what Green Day was right. Nice guys do finish last. Fucking Green Day was right, absolutely right. Mark Mark's plate was like glazed carrots, succotash, <laughs> celery, <laughs> Cornish game hen or yeah, as I say, a Cornish game hen yeah. was his meat. Yeah. There you go. What about Thanksgiving that was? I'll never forget it. Awful. Awful. It just, it disgusts me to this, to this day. It's disgusting. Jason, Hilarious. I tend to think I'm popular enough to have multiple podcasts, but yeah, that, that's just, maybe I said it just in my own mind. Um, all right. Uh, I do know this. I'm, I'm still, I'm also waiting for them, to, for them to drop the NXT takeover in your house t-shirt, because that will be one that I 110% buy. That's a solid buy. Uh, just because I, you know, I've I've always <laughs> Matt still just throwing shit up there. What is? Oh, there's the girl Cameron. Oh God, she is awful, awful. Just might be a Christmas present for you. I know you you want the sun. Just the worst. No, let me one up you on that, Matt. One second. Oh, you suck, you jackass. Uh, Axel well, he's says one upping. I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. So if they don't give you the in your house set. But they bring back the old in your house pay per view theme. Mm. <sighs> maybe, maybe it'll get a D minus. Maybe it'll go. Maybe it'll get get up to a D minus. But man, I I want that set back, and I know they have it. They have everything and anything in that damn warehouse, and they have plenty plenty of time to send a truck up there to Stanford or wherever the hell that damn warehouse is. Where, I was going to say, where is said warehouse? I think they... it's in Stanford, isn't it? Do we know? I, th- I would assume. Yeah, sure. I would assume it's, it's Stanford. Undisclosed location. Yeah, I would. I would assume it's it's Stanford, or it's uh, or it's Conrad Thompson's garage. One of the two. Uh, <laughs> but uh, probably one of the dumbest eight by tens that I own. It is Cameron and Naomi, and Brodus Clay. All on one. Oh, that's just awful, oh. glossy picture. It's so bad, Cameron. So bad. That's awful. Brodus Clay. Now he's what is Brodus on Fox News now? Yeah, yeah. He's a talking ass, uh, talking head on Fox News. Um, Shia. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's talk. Uh, AEW had a couple of. Uh, to flash in front of the screen so i'll be right back all right gotcha uh let's talk about uh aew uh had a few uh interesting announcements uh last night on aew dynamite 
Um, and this is two weeks in a row that I've actually watched both AEW Dynamite and uh, NXT. So um, you know, I'm doing I'm doing well on that front. Um, so let's start with this one. Iron Mike Tyson will be uh, at Double or Nothing at presenting the TNT Championship uh, for the Cody versus um, Lance Archer match uh, at uh, Double or Nothing. Not this Sunday, but next Sunday uh, from uh, Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. So, um, first off, I, I love it, um, especially given that it, it, it would appear that we are well on our way to potentially seeing Iron Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield mix it up in a boxing ring again. Have you seen those two old motherfuckers throwing throwing fists in training? They look good. My God. One looks good, and the other one looks like he's about to die at the hands of Mike Tyson. I'll let you figure out which is which. That's a fair point. Yeah, that is a fair point. I Mike saw... Tyson looks like he can beat up anyone today. He is a and bad man, Peter dude. Holyfield they... is like, all right, well, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try it, too. Um, I saw somebody somebody post with the uh, the video of Mike Tyson uh, in training. They said, would you take a right hook from Mike Tyson to end all of this COVID-19 shit? No. And after watching those right hooks from Mike Tyson, as much as I want this to end, I like my brain inside my, my skull a little bit more. Those Hell no. Can I pick where he hits me? Yeah, I, well, I'll, I'll allow it. Where right, he he can right hook my arm. Okay, okay. Like, like, give me like we're playing. Uh, what's what's the game called where you try to like? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> you try to beat you try you hit each other in the arm. Last lick. Mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mer- Mercy. It- yeah, he goes first. He breaks my arm. I say mercy, and then immediately COVID nineteen just—it's gone. But yeah, I, I would—I don't think I would take a—I uh, don't think I would take a right hook from uh, from Iron Mike to end this shit because those those right hooks are were uh, were something nasty. They were something nasty. So much speed too. Like I was watching him just like kind of like training and M- like the the quickness that he dodged like possible strikes that weren't even happening. I was like, this guy Yeah, that that's a that's a bad man. That's a real bad man right there. But uh Iron Mike to present the uh TNT championship. Have we talked about the name of that title by the way? Or do we like the TNT Championship? Are we? Are well, we? I wouldn't feel like it. TNT. It's dynamite. ACDC. It works together. It's also the network that they're on. Yeah. No, I, 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 I like it. It's, it's a it's, clever way to say television championship it, yeah. without saying television. I agree. I, I, uh, I actually like it as well. Now, will will it be defended on dark? Because it's not actually a. Uh, TV title. It is a. You think Cody Rhodes is working dark, brother? <laughs> well, that's they're a... not wasting all the pyro and the flying chandelier spaceship and effing Brutus the dog and everything for YouTube. Yeah, he's not scaring the shit out of his dog for uh for 
Axel's got the the coaster set as well. Yeah, it's a great coaster set. Cody my, gonna, the fourth Cody of the coasters is at my office. Pyro. Cody going to blow WrestleMania Pyro on YouTube. Cody. Yeah, all of a sudden AEW's Pyro looks looks great cuz WWE got none. So point AEW on the uh, on the presentation there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, summer right action figure box uh she came out with a pretty impressive line if you guys can, can see is that, that daniel bryan uh seth rollins adam rose, rose. gold dust and sammy zane solid yeah it's a solid one uh which we'll talk about sammy zane here in a second um oh, that guy. but uh break, then also we uh we heard the stamp stadium stampede match uh the uh, the challenge was laid down by the inner circle. Um, I love the idea. Um, I'm very curious to see how 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 that's executed. Now, a double or nothing is that that's going to be live, right? Okay, so I that, believe so. Yeah, so that's not going to be a pre-tape. Uh, I think there's still questions of how like if, if, if there was some things on Money in the Bank on Sunday. People noted that some of the matches had like live in the top corner and some did not so maybe there were some that were pre-taped obviously the corporate ladder match but even some of the stuff in uh in the pc didn't have uh live like the bray wyatt braun Strowman didn't have live on the screen um so there's questions about it but um yeah i'm i'm I, i like the idea of the of the stadium stampede um you know it it it'll it'll break up the you know, action just at a empty or, you know, small amount of wrestlers around the ring ringside. I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a neat concept, you know, multi-man match, uh, you know, the la- the end to last week's dynamite was really, really good with the, uh, uh, the hardcore falls count anywhere or whatever. So th- I think there's a lot of good potential there. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I, I like what AEW is doing. It's a different flavor of pro wrestling. Um, I think NXT, a uh, WWE, Raw, WWE, SmackDown are starting to feel the same with the Performance Center. So I always was the like the NXT guy. I prefer NXT because it felt different. Now that it's feeling like Raw and SmackDown, I find myself wanting to gravitate a bit more toward AEW just because it's different. Sure. Sure. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, gonna check the pay per view out. Really interested to see what they're gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Any other any other thoughts to the uh, the Stadium Stampede? Um, there's a, there's a lot of rumors, uh, around sting, the man, the man sting, uh, uh, no longer, uh, it would appear no longer has a working relationship with the WWE. The marketing manager of WWE and Mattel announced that sting would no longer be included in the brand's upcoming action figure line due to quote circumstances out of their control. Uh, it was also noted on Twitter that, uh, sting had recently tweeted about AEW and Cody Rhodes had acknowledged Sting in a tweet, so there's a lot of uh, speculation that uh, Sting may uh, appear uh, either at Double or Nothing or with AEW here in the uh, in the upcoming future. Uh, that'll remain to be seen. Again, I, I don't know if 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 he has any bumps left on the card or not, um, but uh, I mean, even if you can get him in a in a role to counter. Uh, Lance Archer's Jake the Snake at all, I, I think, could be an interesting twist uh, in, in, a, in a feud, be it, uh, you know, I don't think you're going to get him along with Cody because Cody has Arn in the family and all of that. Um, 
So, but but uh, the, the potential of having Sting there, even to you know to pop some attention, would be uh, I think would be big for AEW. Yeah, I mean that's what it's going to end up being. I, I heard about the Sting thing, and it's interesting. Um, it's very interesting. I'm, I'm very curious to see where they, if the, how they use Sting. Uh, Lou, Lou the asked. Answer, the easy answer is just put him with Cody, but Cody already has all the gimmicks. So right. how does he have more gimmicks? Well, I mean, you got get one, get them all. Lou asked if if he does. Uh, end up coming to AEW, do do we think they should wait for uh, there to be crowds again? I do not, because we have no clue when crowds will be back, you know? So, you know, I think even optimistically, you're probably looking six months from now. And I think that that's, and that's really optimistically. So I, I say if, if, you know, regardless of who it is, in a, in a couple of months or, or I guess about a month from now, um, when the... Uh, or no, two months from now, when the, you know, the the the, the Gallows and Anderson and all of the guys that released from WWE, if these companies want to bring them in, I'd say bring them in as quick as possible because you don't you, you know you don't know when when crowds are going to be back. So strike while the iron is hot. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I feel like I feel like you're starting to pay your bills with marketing now, uh, and all of a sudden ratings are going to matter. So I think you have to do it. You pop a rating. It felt weird when Matt Hardy debuted, but they made it work really well. Um, so if they're going to do Matt Hardy uh, and they're going to do the Jake the Snake thing without fans, then yeah, you're fine to do it with, uh, you know, with Luke 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 Gallows, Carl Anderson, um, even Sting. Yeah, I don't think you can wait that long. Yeah, I think uh, coming up in a couple of weeks on uh, the Talk and Shop podcast, they they announced that they are going to uh, talk about their uh, exit from uh, from WWE. And I think like the the tweet from uh, Anderson was like, you know, back in October, or whatever, we signed signed our uh, new deal, and you know, on I think it's June June fifteenth, they said you'll find out why this is the biggest mistake of our career. So. Uh, that, that that got some people's attention. So if you're not listening to Talk and Shop, you should probably at least subscribe to Talk and Shop for that one because uh, that that could be a fun. It's a fun podcast. To listen, by the way, if you're if you're uh, not uh, watching that. All right, let's talk here about the uh, WWE Intercontinental Championship. Intercontinental. It, it was announced um, on Tuesday uh, on backstage that Sami Zayn uh, has been stripped of the. Uh, WWE Intercontinental title because he uh, is unable to compete. Uh, I believe that's of his own choice. Uh, so starting tomorrow night on SmackDown, uh, there will be a tournament to determine a new Intercontinental champion. Um, I haven't. I don't. I, mean, I haven't totally paid attention. I don't know if they've announced anybody who will be uh, competing in that tournament. But I know a lot of people have have kind of made comparisons. Uh, this situation to the Andrade suspension and keeping his uh, U.S. title. I know people have made the comparison to Brock Lesnar and the 30-day uh, no-compete, whatever. Um, but to me, you know, the, this is something and the situation that we're in with uh, guys choosing not to be there. And look, I'm... I'm if there's anybody who chooses not to uh, travel to the performance center and compete, 
right now, um, much like Roman Reigns, I, for whatever reason, 100% uh, support that decision that anybody makes. However, I, I don't necessarily think that it's fair to compare this to literally any other scenario um, as it pertains to the defense of a title. Because with Brock Lesnar, yeah, whether we liked it or not, and whether it didn't go along with WWE's, uh, you know, if you don't defend the title in 30 days, you lose the title situation. Um, or like the Andrade thing where he got suspended for 30 days and obviously couldn't defend the U.S. title in the 30-day period. Um, much like everything in the world, this is open-ended right now. So if Sami Zayn's made the decision, um, I'm not coming to work until uh, it is safe to do so. Um, I don't think it's fair to the SmackDown roster. I don't think it's fair to the Intercontinental title. I don't think it's fair to the WWE, and I don't think it's fair to us as fans to have a title just out there, unable to be defended, unable to be seen on TV, literally for what could be five months, six months, nine months, a year. You know, we don't know how long this is going to go, so I don't think it's fair to just kind of, I don't, I don't want to say hold the title hostage, but in a way, that is that is kind of the situation. Again, I'm fully, I fully support Sami Zayn. Like, you know, you don't, you don't feel safe. You don't want to go down there. You don't want to put yourself at risk. Totally fine, man. Um, anybody that, that chooses that, but I, I think the WWE made the right decision here to take the title off of Zayn, and and let's let's award a new champion. Uh, Matt, we'll go to you first. I could see both sides of the argument. Um, obviously, um, if if he doesn't feel like he needs to be there or doesn't feel comfortable being there, then he certainly shouldn't have to be there. Um, but at the same time, you know, the the belt is there to be defended. Um, so to to take the the cheap, easy HR way out, there's no wrong answer in this. Oh, what a fucking answer! Uh, <laughs> Tim, let's go to you. It's just a title. Um, it's a, it's a prop. Like, if Sammy can't defend it, okay. Like, I get that you take the title off of him, but like, what's to say when he comes back that like he they re they run back Shawn Michaels having to vacate the title because he didn't defend it. And then Sami Zayn's got to enter a feud immediately with the Intercontinental Champion. Like, you got to carry on. Like, if for whatever reason the WWE decides to pull the title off someone, you got to accept it and let it lie and go from there. Like, I don't think there's any... Like, I I, I side with Sami not feeling safe. Like, I get that. But also WWE, like... It's just a title. It doesn't. It's not. It. It's not anything other than a, a piece of leather and some gold plating. Like it's. It's a prop. Ryan, your thoughts. I did. I did some research. I quickly looked up Intercontinental Tournament. The first picture that came up has the graphic. So here are the competitors for the tournament. You have Tito Santana, Hakeem, Brutus Beefcake, Dino Bravo, uh, Jimmy Snuka, Mr. Perfect, Roddy Piper, and Rick Martel 
are going to be vying yeah! at the end of the movie. We'll have a new Intercontinental Champion. That's uh, that's a that's a hell of a lineup. That's a lineup. That's a hell of a lineup. My money is on Akeem. <laughs> Did I hear a Rick Martell in there? Rick Martell's there too. Uh, that that's uh, that's my my money's on the the model Rick Martell. Intern, that was my only comment. Intern Mark, your thoughts on the uh, the Intercontinental Championship uh, situation? I'll tell you what, I it's going to be great to see Akeem getting in the ring, getting the title shot again. Um, <laughs> you know, I totally, uh, I totally understand where Sammy's coming from, not feeling safe or he has health issues, whatever the case is, not being there. But yeah, WWE needs to do something to entertain the fans. The belt's meant to be defended, so. You know, when uh, when Sammy comes back anyway, then you have a feud already built in. Whoever the current Intercontinental Champion is, Sammy will have, uh, you know, I never lost the belt kind of thing. So there's a feud there just waiting to happen. Yeah, but you, I think WWE, given the circumstances, they're doing what they had to do. You can give the uh, you can give the champion uh, that wins the tournament a a replica title that uh, you know from the from the WWE shop. He can carry that around, and Sammy comes back, he can. You know, that's not the real title. This is the real title. You can do that. You can run that whole thing all over again. Uh, Lou asked, do you think it's more of him being a, quote, vocal guy, uh, like with the Saudi shows, uh, et cetera? I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I think Sami Zayn is, is a is a person that um, kind of champions, uh, you know, safety. And, and we know, you know, with the Saudi shows, he, he you know, obviously has um, – personal objections to those um so you know i don't know if it's necessarily on on the same page as, as that sort of thing but i think it's just sammy being who sammy Zayn is and and you know much like a few a few other people uh, in the company um they are choosing to uh to step away and stay away right now and you know that that's totally understandable uh 110 so um you know, I, whether it's it's you know relating to a similar situation like the Saudi shows that uh, that I don't know. Uh, obviously, this past uh, this past Sunday after the uh, Money in the Bank was the first of the Undertaker the Last Ride uh, series. Did everybody watch that? By the way, have we all caught that? Matt has not caught it yet. Mark has not. Okay. Um, First off, if you haven't watched it, I, I thoroughly recommend it. And, and and I know Matt, you like to do the binge watch thing, so I don't know if you're gonna if you're waiting until they all air to, to kind of binge watch. That's kind of your flavor, right? Yeah. All right. Smart. Uh have you have you completed the big show show yet? I know in our group text you, you mentioned that uh episode seven was the best yet. It was. Um and I'm gonna watch the finale over lunch tomorrow. All so. right. Give you, a, yeah! give you old Howard Dean on that one. Uh, I haven't started it yet. I still have more. I still have not finished the third season of Glow yet. I've, I've, I've gotten all out of whack uh, lately. I know, Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I hope you can forgive me. Um, but Mark, uh, the Big Show show. What's that? The... Did Mark finish it yet? No, I, I got. A few episodes in and uh yeah i mean it's uh it's pretty much what you would expect for, like a kid's show it's not terrible but it uh yeah it's kind of hard to watch as a wrestling you got fan. a few episodes in that's over i'll say you're halfway there finish it off man 
does the does the boy does the boy watch it with you? No, I've I've been watching it by myself. <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse. Is that a shame? I, I'm not sure if it's better or worse. I don't either. Uh, but uh, if you have not watched the uh, the Undertaker: The Last Ride, even the first episode yet, I highly recommend it. Um, I, I think this has the potential to be one of the, if not the best things that, that the WWE video team has put together. Um, I, I absolutely love it. Um, like I was, I was sitting there and, uh, my wife had actually watched all of money in the bank with me and was what, and, and was there now again, she wasn't totally fixated, but she didn't leave the room. Uh, and she was even watching some of the, uh, the undertaker documentary with me. And I was like, I just, I, I can't believe that there is that there is this in depth of a look at the Undertaker, like to me that that's been like the biggest like mind fuck for me as as a wrestling fan since I was a little kid. Um, it just it's very find it very hard to believe. But uh, in an interview with uh, People dot com again, talk about talking about things that we never thought we'd see. In an interview with People dot com, the Undertaker revealed uh, how he wants to end his career. Uh, he says, when you're thinking of uh, the old school Undertaker, that's not a character that comes down to the ring and says, thank you for being with me for 30 years. It's been a great career. I want to thank, and so on and so on. That's not what that guy does if you're being true to the character and what people want to see. He went on to say, I've had this amazing career. Uh, I've always been so blessed to have this career and far exceeded the expectations of when I got in this business. But I kind of want the John Elway ending. Uh when he went out and won a couple of Super Bowls and then retired, or Peyton Manning, he wins the Super Bowl and then retired. Uh, when I'm looking at it, I want that match, uh, that match when it's just like, oh yeah, bam, I still got it, I got gas in the tank, I tore it down, now walk away. Um, you know, and, and part of the question is, if he wants that moment, is that moment still out there? Or is that moment something that probably should have been about five, six, seven years ago? Um, now I know that you know the, the the tag match, and I and I don't think the Undertaker is going to go out in a tag match, but I I thought that the tag match at um, whatever the show that was in, in Philly last year, uh, Extreme Rules with with the the Graveyard Dogs versus uh, was it Shane and uh, Corbin. Um, like that, I thought was one of the better things the Undertaker had had presented to us uh, in a while. Just you know, in a in ring standpoint, because he didn't have to do the legwork on it. And of course, Matt, it's because Shane McMahon was uh Here comes the money. was in the match. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. <laughs> dollar, dollar. By by the rules and standards of WWE, Shane McMahon's in it. Automatically the best thing on the card. ECA. ECA. Um, but then, of course, then we had the Boneyard match. And, and you know, that that was absolutely spectacular. And there's part of me that's like, okay, man, that was it. Like, you, you rode off. Metallica's playing. Good. Good. We did it. We made it here. This is the best thing that we've seen from you in a long time. Um, but I, I, I also don't think that that, that was the last we see of uh, – of uh, of mean Mark either. I think that we're going to get a little bit more legs on this uh, hybrid dead man biker guy, um, which I hate. But uh, 
I don't like biker, dude. I don't, Tim. Sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Um, I want my dead man. Look, he he. If he, let's say he runs with this for like six months, a year, whatever. As long as it ends and I get a gray gloves and uh, and stirrups Undertaker with the trench coat, I can forgive it all. We can move on and we can we can. And I know it's not going to happen, but that's that's the selfish part inside of me. Um, but you know, I I I've loved this series. And again, in terms of how the Undertaker wants to end his career, um, if it wants to be that John Elway moment. Man, I, I just I just don't know if it's there. I, I don't know if we get a singles Undertaker match that, you know, is the is this great be all end all um, match that 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 he he wants. And, and when I when I was first reading that quote, I thought, is he going to win the title and then retire? <laughs> um, and I just don't know how you get there either. I think there's a better chance of we're getting John Cena 17th if we get an Undertaker title. Uh, Tim, we'll go to you first. The, the resident undertaker guy. Thank you. Um, so I am not, uh, I'm not sold that we had, or excuse me. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've seen the last undertaker match already. Really? I think the I think the boneyard match is, a ending fitting of the dead man. Like he gave us parts of the old school taker. He gave us parts of biker taker and he gave us the man who we're seeing right now. Um, it was mentioned in the documentary of part one where Michelle McCool at the end of WrestleMania 33, um, not, not spoiler alert, um, but she mentioned like he had talked about over and over again how like this is the last one, this is the last one, this is the last one, and then he puts his gloves and stuff in the ring, mm-hmm. and he comes and he kisses me, and it's like I'm getting my husband, the man Mark Calloway, is here, not protected or anything, right? So I think that like. This boneyard match is it. If it's not it, it's got to be like a title versus career thing. Like Taker challenges Drew or challenges Braun. It's got to be one of those two. Or it's a vacated title and it's him versus John Cena and Cena wins to get number 17. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wrong. You're wrong twice. You're wrong about biker taker and you're wrong about that. Um but yeah, wow. I I think the boneyard matches it. Like especially like it's a five-part documentary and it's all filmed. And the documentary is called The Last Ride. And then at the end of it we get this. That's all, folks. Yeah, pretty much. The tiger that Undertaker <laughs> hung out with just pops in the screen and goes, um, but yeah, it, it's, I think that, I think that the Boneyard matches it. Okay. Um, Ryan, let's go to you. Tim, I've never agreed with you more. And you nail again, you hit the nail on the head. The, <laughs> the last, the last 
ride. The last thing we see, Undertaker literally riding on his motorcycle victorious into the night. The Undertaker, the combination of all of the dead mans that we've ever known, literally riding into the night. And then we get the documentary called The Last Ride. It's absolutely his last match. You'll never be able to do what they've done again and create a cinematic match as good as the one we've seen. He literally buried somebody, but blended the biker thing that people wanted really, really bad to. It was perfect. It's the best way to end it. Um, I love in the documentary that they talked about removing the coat and the gloves and the hat. Um, I know that's something I think we tweeted about and got a shitload of retweets for what I like. It was probably our most popular tweet ever. Yeah, and I swear, like a couple of weeks ago, I think somebody liked or retweeted that tweet from the end of WrestleMania I mean, 33. For years, that was that was our most popular tweet. So it's cool that they're touching upon that. And like he's thought this far out. So yeah, Tim, you're right. It's called The Last Ride. We've seen his last match. Um, we'll never see uh, another Undertaker match, which breaks my heart. But uh, I don't know how you would ever do it better than the Graveyard match. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I, I don't think it is. If it is, though, you you ended in a way that you weren't going to be able to end as good as that inside of a ring. Um, Matt, your thoughts on the um, the end of the Undertaker's career? I think we've seen the last Undertaker WrestleMania match. Um, but with this being the 30th anniversary of the debut with Survivor Series being in the home state of Texas, it makes me think that they just wanted one last Undertaker match in front of a crowd. Whether we get that with everything going on, I don't know. But I think that was the plan, and I think they might still do something along those lines just to give him, like, I think that's going to be, um, and I, again, I haven't watched it yet, so I'm, I could be way off base, but the, I think the last ride docuseries is building up to this is going to be the end for The Undertaker. 30 years later, I'm, I'm just done in my home state at the pay-per-view I debuted in my last ride is at survivor series but yes i think he's done it at wrestlemania for sure all right what a crazy what a crazy marketing tool that would be though to drive ticket sales to survivor series you do a five-part documentary to build up survivor series and make survivor series mean something again or maybe they'll do you know they'll do the um the tiger king thing and they'll give us these five, and then come like October, they're like, "Hey, we got one more for you." And uh, and so if it, like if it looks like we're gonna have a crowd there. They'll have they'll have one ready, one in the tank that'll finish with uh, see the, see the last one at Survivor Series. But yeah, no, I think a potentially uh, great marketing tool um, there as well. And again, yeah, being in in, in Texas, uh, not Death Valley, where where the Undertaker is from. Uh, intern Mark, your thoughts on the uh, – and I feel like this this is like our annual um, – you know, there's WrestleMania season, SummerSlam season, Rumble season. This is – you know, we're in the post-WrestleMania time, so this is our annual, sixth annual, have we seen the last of The Undertaker? Uh, you know, because literally when, when we first started this show around WrestleMania 30, you know, we saw him get his brain dusted and uh, – Matt, you can earmuff it if you want to. I don't think I'm giving a lot away, like because this story's been told uh, as well. Um, 
like he didn't remember anything after like three in the afternoon that day from WrestleMania 30, and he didn't know his name until like four o'clock the next morning. But he wrestled. I mean, again, wasn't a great match, but he wrestled for like twenty plus minutes, um, and he had no clue who he was. So like that that's pretty impressive in and of itself. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean the the entire time that this show's been on the air. We have we have questioned whether or not we have seen the last of the Undertaker. So just just imagine that one for a second. But Mark, your thoughts on the uh, the the end um, of the Undertaker's career? Well, I don't think it's uh, it may be the end of him actively being well. I say actively in <laughs> quotes, but wrestling at WrestleMania and you know once a year. I think I don't think it's over. I think he still has one tag match or maybe two tag matches. When they go back to uh, Saudi Arabia, that's going to happen. <laughs> get one, get one more him, Kane, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels, just for old times' sake. Um, there's going to be, there's going to be something like that coming up. Give it a few years, but yeah, he'll uh, he'll at least have at least one more match that, over that, in the Middle East. That Saudi money is hard to turn down. That, that's a, that's a big payday right there. Um, all right, the last thing I have, and 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 then we can uh, we can figure out if we want to close this thing up or okay. not. But uh, the we kind of touched on it a little bit. But earlier this week, it was reported that WWE was set to reintroduce uh, the a, a crossover of sorts, a wild card rule, if you will. Uh, we know that the first one of these matches, uh, SmackDown and Raw, superstars able to cross from one show to the other. Uh, the first of these matches will be Drew Mac uh, Drew McIntyre, the WWE champion, uh, from Raw facing SmackDown's uh, King Corbin. Uh, this upcoming Monday uh, on WWE uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh, it's believed this rule has been introduced at the request of one or both of the TV networks, Fox and USA, due to decline in ratings, particularly uh, during this uh, the, the empty arena coronavirus pandemic. Um, you know, I know a lot of people have, have kind of written the easy joke that, like, WWE can't commit to a brand split. Here's the deal. I, if this situation doesn't happen, I don't think we're getting crossover matches. Like, I, I think this is a reaction to, you know, and, and every week you kind of see it. Historically low ratings, and, and ratings are lower than they've ever been. Um, you know, and, you know, and, and AEW and NXT had, had lower rating. This was the lowest rating number in the history of AEW last night. This was the fourth lowest in uh, NXT on, on USA. Um I, I think that TV viewership, even more so, has changed. I saw I saw something from um, uh, I want to say it was like Bruce Feldman or something, just talking about since the beginning of this year, particularly in the last month and a half, two months, the number of people who have cut their cable or satellite service had like that number has skyrocketed in the in the last two months. Because, I mean, unfortunately, due to the situation that we're in, um, there's a lot of people who are cutting what they consider to be unnecessary expenses. One of those, in a lot of people's situation, is cable. Because you can you can get, you know, online TV services, YouTube TV, Sling TV, you know, and any number of those sort of services at a much cheaper rate. People are utilizing... Netflix and, you know, Hulu and stuff like that at a much higher rate because they are a cheaper route 
than a traditional cable or satellite subscription. So that has to be taken into account as well. This is, and also the fact that, you know, there's a lot of people who are out of work, who are working less, or who just have playing a lot more time on their hands after work because, you know, instead of coming home and running the kids to soccer practice or going to choir, or, you know, you have a Wednesday night church meeting or borough council meeting, None of those things are happening. There's a lot of people who come home from work and we need stuff to do. So in some cases, that means, you know, I don't need to watch Monday Night Raw on Monday nights from 8 to 11. I can watch it in much less time if I cut out the commercials on a Tuesday after work. Um, but, but I, you know, so I don't, I don't think this is WWE's inability to commit to the brand split. Uh, I think they're just adjusting to the situation. Um. I thought it was a little bit interesting that you chose King Corbin as the first one to to make that switch. But in the same time, he is one of the, if not the most prominent, distinct heels on the WWE roster right now. Um, it could have been more interesting if they would have went the way Tim thought and the way Mark thought, if they would have went with him as the money in the bank. You know, maybe you have a regular match with him, you beat him up a little bit. Uh, and then you cash in, and all of a sudden you have an interesting twist um, to to Drew's title reign. But um, I, I think this, yeah, like I said, I think this is is merely a reaction to the the, the situation that they're in. Uh, I, I don't know if we'll see crossover stars every week, but uh, that that uh, that will remain to be seen. Um, Tim, your thoughts? I don't, I don't or Ryan. Want to see it every week, but I think it's a, a unique blend. Of talent, you got it. You, here's the deal: everybody was dealt a shitty hand. Just roll with it. It's not WWE throwing out the brand split. We don't need to see the 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 memes of the McMahon's in the ring saying like, "We listen to you. We're going to give you what you want." We don't need that bullshit. This is a, a special time. Uh, just just roll with the punches, folks. Yeah, Tim, your thoughts. This is a time capsule era that we're in right now. Like. Uh, this is the uh for any of you guys who watch the good place uh this is the period in the jeremy Baramy. i have like, no idea i have no idea what that means matt does we, we are living in the period of the eye of the jeremy Baramy. so in, in the to give you an example uh, in the good place, they explain what time is and how time in the afterlife isn't necessarily how time works in in the real world okay and how the actual timeline looks like if somebody wrote the words jeremy baramy in cursive and there's a a lone dot over the eye and one of the big the the theoretical or the um the one the f- philosopher of the group goes i get it but what about this dot and he goes the dot is Thursday or the day in which nothing never happened. That's right now in wrestling. Okay, like I got you. This is Jeremy, the period over the eye of Jeremy Baramy. So whatever WWE wants to do to get us through this time, go for it. Yep. Yeah, I know. Like intergender, intergender wrestling and bring back little people and. I don't know everything. I mean, they Just... brought back a dead clown on on this past Monday on on, on the on, on the Money in the Bank match. Yeah, and I, I I know for me, um, 
you know, I've I've been I've been go ahead get the laugh get the laughs ready. Um, I've been much uh, less critical um, with all products, be it the WWE. Oh come on, <laughs> um, NXT. <laughs> What's that, Matt? Much less. Yeah, much crit- less critical. Um, WWE, NXT, even AEW. There we go. I've been much less critical of AEW during this time. The you know last week I really enjoyed it. This week I enjoyed it as well. Um, I I, if I can tune in and check out and distract myself for an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever it is. Um, to me that that that's a good couple of hours. So, you know, I've, I've, you know, and, and I can't tell you how much I long for the day when I can watch AEW and I can just shit on it again. I can't wait for that day, but for now I'm just going to enjoy it again. It's, it's the, uh, what'd you call it? What was what was it called? Bill Bellamy or whatever you said? Jeremy Bellamy. Yeah, that one. Um, Bill Bellamy. So uh, th- that's what I'm uh, enjoying right now. Matt, your thoughts on the uh, the crossover wild card rule? Yeah, they're at this point, they're just playing with house money. They can experiment with stuff. They can just do whatever they want. They can they could come in next week and have everyone from SmackDown just be on Raw. <laughs> everyone from Raw be on SmackDown. And we wouldn't say anything. Jim would be so much less critical than he normally is if they did. I'm mega hard. I'm fine with it. Um, I'm not the biggest King Corbin fan. um, So I I will never look forward to his matches. But I'll look forward to this one just because why not? It's something new that they're trying out. Let's see how it goes. Uh, Mark, your thoughts here on the, uh, the crossover wild card. Well, it sounds like they're doing whatever they think they have to do to get some ratings. And I, if the whole uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 didn't happen, I think they'd still stay true to the brand split. But, yeah, they're doing what they have to do to try to keep things interesting and keep the fans that they that are still watching, keeping them in tune. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a shitty situation, you know, and, and there's, there's, no, there's no good way around it. I mean... You know, I, I'm I'm happy AEW has their facility there at, at Daly's place, and and you can you can do shows from there. Um, you know, it, it was great that they could do shows at QT Marshall's place um, when Florida only let WWE do shows. Um, you know, and and it's obviously awesome that the the WWE has the Performance Center, and and that that's a thing they can do. I saw somebody um, tweet on on Sunday. Uh, during Money in the Bank, that like that they that they hope that going forward, as long as you have these empty arena shows, they'd love to see um, pay per views on the roof of the of, of WWE corporate, just so it's a di- it, just so it's a different setting, and you're you're getting into a time of year where you can you could do outside shows because um, you know it's obvious. Well, theoretically speaking, it shouldn't be cold anymore. Uh, but it was, you know, 30 degrees a couple of days ago. Tomorrow's supposed to be 80. So, you know, why why not just feed us like the most uh, the most crazy uh, swing in temperatures on top of everything else? 
But, you know, if, if they want to do more stuff on top of the corporate or if they want to do, you know, I think we're going to get more uh, cinematic style uh, matches. That, you know, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be one per pay-per-view, but I think we're going to see you know, that th- there's there is that potential. But more of them as the as the next couple of months play out. Um, I like that AEW is getting creative with the, you know, the stadium stampede and, um, you know, using the, the, the scale of the facility that they have being connected to, um, you know, the Jaguar stadium in in Jacksonville. So I think everybody's doing a really good job, uh, you know, playing with the hand that's been dealt. It's, it's, it's crappy for everybody, but I think, I think uh, the, both companies are, uh, are doing a, a really good job right now uh, in dealing with it. Um, I personally, I don't have anything else uh, to go over. Matt, let's go to Matt. I think he has something else here. I do. I'm going to put you guys all on the spot here. Ooh. Well, Jim first and then everyone else. So I'll oh! propose my main question first, just to give everyone some time to think. And then I'll, I'll ask my secondary question to Jim. So I'm um, looking back, if you had to pick a match from WrestleMania for The Undertaker, uh, the match and the opponent, what match would you have wanted that to be? Um, obviously, he's going out on his back to leave. So what opponent in the past few years would you have liked to see him put over and then kind of call it a career? And then to Jim, beyond that question, um, I know you have the one Undertaker pop. I was with you when you bought it. I don't know if you have the one where he's in the robe with the, the dead eyes. But if they release a Funko Pop Rides version of the biker Undertaker on the motorcycle, would you not buy it since you are so adamantly opposed to biker Undertaker? Um, I haven't gotten the, the second Undertaker, the the one with the, the robe and the, and the rolled eyes. Uh, I do want to get that one. Um, if they would make a, a, a biker take, I would probably round out the, the collection just because the undertaker is, is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, and, and if they did it, I would, I would like it better if it would be like the boneyard match version versus like, you know, beer gut undertaker from like WrestleMania 18 or whatever. Um, but I would probably round out the collection, um, in terms of who I would have, I would have rather had the undertaker, um, go out taking the L two. um, as much as I, I still think that Brock Lesnar being the guy is okay. Being the one in 21 and one and everything that's gotten us in the, over the last six years, um, if you could have waited a year or had, Bray Wyatt been the guy at WrestleMania 30. Um, if I could go back and change who would have ended the Undertaker's career, be it at Mania or wherever, without a question of a doubt, um, it would have been Bray Wyatt. I, I thought that that easily kind of would have written itself uh, with what Bray was when he was kind of rising up. I, I thought it felt like a, you know, this weird hybrid of uh, – you know, like a Jake the Snake and the Undertaker kind of all rolled into one, and um, I, I thought the opportunity was missed there. I don't know who wants to take it next. I can. Tim, go ahead. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a fit. It it, it works. 
Um, you got to pass it. You got Taker's got to pass it. He's going to pass it. He's going to pass it to somebody who's going to carry it for the future. And while I don't think Braun is fit for the future, I think Drew's going to be around for a while. I don't know how long Braun's going to be around for. Um, if it isn't him, it could have been Aleister Black too, um, or Baron Corbin. Um, but my money's Drew McIntyre. I'm not finished with you. Uh, Ryan, go to you next. Man, that's a, a great question, Matt. Looking back on it, I don't know if I would change anything. Um, I think what they did to um, Brock Lesnar at 30 and then the shockwaves that that sent. Was was that 30? Yeah, it was yeah. 30. Yeah. Um, and just to go back and then relive that moment's wild and then what that did for Brock Lesnar, whether he needed it or not, um, we'll never know. Um, and then, and then what it did, at least in the short term for Roman Reigns, um, and, and the unreal heat he got that next night, you know, this is my yard, that promo, uh, I don't, I don't recall a much hotter crowd and that's because the undertaker. So I don't, I don't know if I would have done anything, um, anything different. I don't want to see the undertaker versus the fiend in a graveyard match because, um, I think the undertaker can go over and have his moment of riding off into the sunset. So. If somebody had to take the L there, uh, I think AJ was a good, worthy opponent to take the L. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think I would change anything. Mark. Well, you know what? Hold I, on, Mark. Wait for it. I wouldn't necessarily. Uh, Mark, wait for it. I would want. Mark, wait for it. This is my yard now. Okay, now <laughs> you can go. There it was. <laughs> there it is my yard now <laughs> i wouldn't necessarily want the uh the undertaker to lose but i always wanted to see wrestlemania main event with undertaker when he still had the streak intact against john cena with cena as a champion i think that would have been a great main event are you sure about that well my opinion <laughs> yes <laughs> i uh, i'm you know what probably uh if undertaker would have retired after Lesnar beat him as unexpected as it was I think I would have been okay with it yeah and I think even uh if if he actually would have never made it back um after the match with Roman Reigns like what that could have done even for for Reigns uh after the fact if the WWE would have done it properly you know use that moment properly um, could have been huge for him, but, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously time will tell Matt, do you have a, uh, a thought on your own question? Yeah. Um, I mean, when it happened, um, I always thought that he got to the 20, that 20 would be the cap and that CM Punk that year at 29 was going to be the first loss. I think that was, in my opinion, the best wrestling match we've seen out of undertaker um in a while um so and that's a testament to punk and i thought that was a passing of the torch moment um that they didn't seize on um who knows what we would have seen out of cm punk like how does like that universe traject if cm punk goes over undertaker at that wrestlemania like do we see a different path of everything um but um, so that would have been mine, but 
I don't think there's really a wrong answer here. I, I think that, you know, everything that we saw from The Undertaker, it could have been the last match. And I think if it had been, I don't think any of us would have been like, underwhelmed with that being the last one well and if so like let's imagine let's let's you know fantasy book this like if if punk does win at, at that at wrestlemania do you think that the cards play out the way they did and a year later punk is not even in the company at at by wrestlemania 30 or do you think him getting that win and being the guy you know, I know it, it. I know it wasn't the main event, and I know, um, you know, like wasn't for a championship. But it, it it would kind of appear that that maybe would have been that moment that he never got. Like, do you think that would have satiated him for for the year? And then, you know, or or do you think, you know, nine months later he still gets the shits of being on the road three hundred days a year, and still it still plays out the way it did. I saw Ryan, you were shaking your head. No. Do you think Punk still would have been gone? Yeah, no, I think I think Punk still gets the shits of it. I don't think um, a victory over The Undertaker and, and having um, a bit more spotlight on him does, does him any good. I don't think it fixes his body or heals his elbow or anything like that. So I don't, I don't think, I think we still see CM Punk exiting the company. Um, and we would look back at 29 like a wasted moment in my opinion fair enough matt your thoughts on that one i mean i i think overall punk was always just kind of looking for the recognition and the appreciation from the company like you're our guy um and i i don't think there's a bigger spot you can get for a wrestler than being the first one at wrestlemania to beat the undertaker so i think punk kind of sees that as just kind of like okay they believe in me they're appreciating me to the extent that they haven't before. Um, seeing what we saw with I don't know how it's into that whole authority storyline, but it's not hard to imagine that he kind of slides in. He didn't have the look of a, a regular champion, even though he had the belt for the longest reign. At yeah, I think they could have done for in a similar way what they did for Daniel Bryan. Absolutely. Uh, Tim, your thoughts on on if Punk would have been the one in twenty and one? Um, I don't know. There was a lot of special in that WrestleMania too, because that was the first WrestleMania without Paul Bearer. So, um, I don't think that's. I don't think that would have happened. I still think that everything would have played out the way that it did. Um, yeah. I mean, that's. I think we just hold hold to what it was, and then, and I'd I'd definitely rewrite Brock over Taker, but that's just me. Sure, yeah, I, uh, and, and Mark, we'll get the. Uh, but for the record, I think I think Punk still probably leaves. Um, I mean, I think I don't know that it would necessarily been a wasted moment because, and you know, it would have been an impactful either way. But I I think that. Um, I I don't think that winning you know winning over the Undertaker wouldn't have prevented him from getting the staff infections and uh, just getting worn down uh, at that point. So I, I, I think that it probably plays out. Now, does he leave forever? Um, maybe not, but I think he's at least taking time away and maybe it doesn't get quite as ugly as it did uh, before he, you know, returns to the 
landscape at least a bit with uh, backstage. Uh, Mark, your thoughts on if Punk would have been the guy? Well, I kind of think, uh, I don't think Punk would have wanted to be the guy. I think he would have overridden that decision and uh, let The Undertaker beat him. Interesting. Interesting. Um, all right. For me, that that's that's all we got, unless anybody else wants to wants to add anything else. Otherwise, we're going to uh, close it up. We will. Uh, all right, Matt. Uh, did we we have a woman of the week this week? Let people know who that is, and we'll uh, start closing this thing out. Yeah, I've been I've been uh, holding myself accountable to that. So we do have a woman of the week this week. It is Gypsy Mac, who is also going to be uh, on the saturday recording an interview with him on tuesday um so make sure you check out the website on saturday hear all about her hear about her fixation with 90 day fiance we have a follow-up oh snap podcast coming with gypsy mac and intern mark where they will talk about all things 90 day fiance coming up in the near future as well i can't wait next week <laughs> Yeah, Rosaria Elsa, interviewer, backstage interviewer at Maryland Championship Wrestling, going to be joining us. Stella Gray was with me last week from Ring of Honor slash Women of Honor fame. So that is all on 3 exclusive interviews. Check out that page. Yeah, Matt, where can uh, people follow you? Obviously, we don't have Phillies baseball or flyers hockey or uh you know the it looks it looks mildly promising for college football in the uh in the fall um so there's potential for doug flutie hatred uh, i mean either way i will i will an aggressive tweet at uh at doug flutie every other week in the fall football or no um but you can follow me at 3ct the letter a philly is in philadelphia the number eight so 3ct affiliate all right tim where can uh people follow you at another tool man across all platforms instagram twitter snapchat if you care uh i stream on twitch twitch.tv forward slash not the tool man every uh-huh. wednesday friday sunday um still playing animal crossing playing a whole bunch of different stuff so come on by say hi um, and if you're interested in more wrestling talk with me, I do a weekly podcast called Final Wrestling Place. This season, we're talking about WrestleMania main events. And our latest episode was WrestleMania 8, Hulk Hogan versus Sid Justice. Uh, it's also the baby episode where we talk about Marcus having a baby. So nice. uh, come check it out. Uh, have fun. It's anywhere you get your podcasts. SoundCloud.com slash Final Wrestling Place. Yeah, before we get to Ryan and Mark to close up, you know, uh, Matt's been absolutely killing it with these interviews. So um, make sure you check out 3CountThursday.com. Check out those interviews. Um, absolutely. And and I love the final wrestling place. I really do. It's, it's always a fun listen. Uh, it's, a, it's a great, easy listen. So uh, make sure you check out uh, what Tim and Marcus are doing. Uh, Ryan, where can people follow you, bruh? L-E-E-I-B-Sports.com. <laughs> Sure. Are you are you tweeting at all right now? I haven't. I, I know you jump on like once every ten days, and my phone blows up with about forty five notifications that you've liked every three count tweet for the week. Yeah, that's a fun thing that I like to do. Um, man, I feel like I tweeted something. I I don't know what it would have been though. If people want to see what you might or might not tweet, do you even want to give out your Twitter? R Y N and then the word Eagle. Perfect. R-Y-N-E-A-G-L-E. Um, 
maybe I tweet something. Maybe. Uh, Mark, where can uh, where can people follow you? Well, every once in a while, I'll tweet probably even less frequently than uh, Ryan. But the uh, three count intern on Twitter. Yeah, at three count intern. Always the number three as as we as we do everything at three count Thursday. And that's where you can follow us. You can follow us at three count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, three count Thursday.com. Again, subscribe to us. If you're not subscribed to us, we are on YouTube. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, any podcatcher, uh, Stitcher. We are now on Spotify, so you can literally find us anywhere and everywhere. Our home network is ngscsports.com. We also stream daily at liebsports.com. That is L-E-E-I-B sports.com. We have our Patreon page. I've been trying to put some stuff up there, Ryan. I think you've been uh, throwing up some of the uh, unnecessary censorship uh, pictures, so I appreciate you uh, keeping the Patreon active, even though things are uh, obviously off for us. Also, we have our merchandise at whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. Thank you, Tim. Uh, as well as our deal, collarandelbowbrand.com, promo code 3COUNT, gets you 10% off of each and every order at Collar and Elbow Brand. Uh, thank you all for joining us, for everybody uh, who followed along, commented and whatnot in the, uh, in the page. We absolutely appreciate it and sticking with us. Uh, until next week, stay safe, stay smart, go for the pin, wash your hands, stay inside, and all of that stuff. Be smart, be responsible. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>